Welcome to the Miners Coffee Podcast, the show where we'll bring you the best of coffee, entrepreneurship, success, and urban lifestyle. I'm Sarah, full-time coffee fanatic, former barista, and now your host. Together, we'll take a deep dive into what makes the miners and other companies like it stand apart from the rest. We'll look at how businesses grow from an idea you had just before bed into internationally known enterprises. We'll interview the people who lead the charge and learn what makes them tick. And hopefully, by the end of it, you may be inspired to go out and create something from nothing yourself. Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode of the Miner's Coffee Podcast. Today we'll chat with Clara Pokorna, yoga guru, surfer, traveler, coffee lover, and perhaps most importantly, the founder of Yoga Gang. Welcome, Clara. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> yeah, thank you for joining us. So to start, I was hoping you could tell us a little bit about yourself and maybe what your typical day looks like. Okay. Thanks for a super great intro. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I think it's already said so much about me, but I started as a yoga teacher. Now I'm, a, let's say, a bit, a bit more than that. Mm -hmm. uh, entrepreneur, like a uh, traveler and all that fun. I am half based in Prague, half based in uh, Indonesia, in Bali, because the surf is the thing. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I love any kinds of sports and movement. And yeah, I, I just love to do everything, basically. So uh, I am trying to wake up kind of the same time because as well as I teach yoga, I am so much into the wellness and well-beings. I'm tracking my sleep, you know, trying mm -hmm. not to like oversleep or have a sleep deficit. So I'm trying to get up at the same time. So around like seven or so. And what time you go to bed? Really early, 10. Yeah, nice. <laughs> like my boyfriend was always, always like, let's watch some movie. And me like at 10, like totally passed out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like trying to get up early, do some morning stretches or something like that. Then drinking my greens, which is like kind of important for me. Take all my vitamins and everything. And then depends. Most of the time I'm like going because I have some private clients for yoga. So I'm going to teach some yoga in the morning. Mm -hmm. If I have time, I hit not the gym, but I go swimming or go running or cycling something before. And then I go teach. Depends on the timing. It always changed as the life changes all the time. You have to adapt. Mm, yeah, of course. <laughs> After that, yeah, I'm having some kind of breakfast because I'm not eating in the morning. So I'm trying to fast and have my first coffee a bit later, not so early. Yeah, have some meetings, do some stuff for the yoga gang, plan the events uh, or the classes or what's, what's coming on, meeting with the team. And because I ride a horse, then I go riding my horses. That's the second yeah, part. <laughs> fellow yeah. horse girl. Yeah. You ride a horse too. Yes, I did. In college, I did hunter jumper. Wow. That's yeah. great. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I really miss it. But yeah. I definitely stalked your Instagram. And so I saw your horse girl pics in the past. Yeah. And it looks like you're doing really well. Yeah, I started when I was five. Uh, I was even in Germany for three years for like training, training. and show jumping and working in the uh, like uh, stable which sells horses into the USA and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. nice. And do you have your own horse? Sorry, this is going to be only interesting to a very small group of people. I mean, we have kind of big group of people who's yeah. riding the horses here. Yeah. I like... 
I don't know. Sorry, guys, if not, but <laughs> all my friends riding a horse, obviously. <laughs> What was the question? Sorry. If you have your own horses? Yeah, I have two. They, they're called Ircha and Igor. Uh, they are cute. both brown, both big, super cute. You should come. Oh, I would love to. Okay, come. You bought them in Prague? Or? Uh, it's close to Prague. It's in Horsa Kaname. It's like close to Prague. Oh, super wow. nice. Yeah, yeah, sounds super nice. Sounds super nice. It's super fun. So I go there to clear my mind, cover mm -hmm. my horses, go riding, do all that stuff. After that, I go home and then in the evening I'm like teaching mm -hmm. uh, twice a week. So we have like then offline classes, like regular classes where you can, everyone can come and join. So I'm preparing the class, get mm -hmm. everything right. I love to like prepare everything, have a coffee before the class with my friends and then we go to the class. So after that, easy dinner and then I go sleep. <laughs> nice. And just wondering, uh, I used to also do dance. And yeah. so it's clear to me how you kind of prepare for that class. You either make a choreo or whatever. But for yoga, is there some kind of like sequence that you come yeah. up with? Or? Yeah. yeah. Because I did many teachers trainings uh, abroad, like uh, USA and mm -hmm. uh, London a lot. And the first teacher training we I did with Dylan Werner for the yogis, they, the, they know this guy, he's like kind of really famous. And he taught us how to build up the class. Since then, I never come to the class without the preparation. You should know what, what you will be teaching, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. I have the playlist, I know what I want to do, like I know I want to focus on the hips. So I'm like building up, trying up how it works you know, and if it flows, because the flow needs to flow, right? Yeah. If it feels weird, it will never flow. And it should have, like, the warm-up should have some pieces of the main sequence, of the main part, so the mm -hmm. people kind of understand what you want to what's see, gonna what's going on, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And the cool-down should have also some pieces which are in the sequence, in the main part. There should be some challenging parts and everything, but it's more like in a how to teach, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I am like trying the, the, the transitions, mm -hmm. the sequence, the playlist and everything. And I, when I'm entering the class, I exactly know what I'm teaching, right? It sounds like somehow you have more time in the day than I do, because I could not imagine doing all of these things. I think I would get to 10 o'clock and maybe still be around your like noon marker. That no. sounds kind of crazy. <laughs> I feel like everyone is like doing so many things and I feel like I'm just doing just this and that. I feel I'm not doing that much. <laughs> <laughs> wow. To do all these things, you are doing a lot. Okay, uh, thanks. <laughs> do you, like, I guess scheduling is important or how do you find balance between watching a movie with your boyfriend and teaching your classes and... There is like a setup schedule, which is twice a week, like Monday and Thursday, I'm teaching the classes, mm -hmm. right? In the evening, there is nothing... I know I can schedule some uh, meetings before, but after the class, I just want to eat and sleep. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then I have the private, so I know... I don't know, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday, I have these kind of people, so I, I will be there. And around it, I schedule the meetings or something that I need to work on. Mm -hmm. And around it, I schedule my workouts, basically, right? Your or personal the, workouts. the personal workouts. Wow. I schedule the work and around it, I am fine to wake up early, you know, like schedule the meeting to really 
I feel like sometimes we like over talk on the meetings. <laughs> I'm like, okay, let's talk what we need to talk. Yeah, yeah. So I can go swimming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but or no, I feel like it's really great if you like schedule your meeting with the people who do the same thing. So I go with my friends swimming and then we have a meeting. Oh yeah, that's multitasking. Nice. Yeah, so <laughs> I feel it's 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 just fine. Or just go for a walk or something. You know? And then you throw in like a random trip to Bali and then the whole schedule is It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like the trip to Bali is really important because also we are having our all yoga game collection. So the whole manufacture is in Bali. And it's really hard to do it like overseas because the tailor is like local and they want to meet you and they are super sweet. You know, like I'm always meeting the whole family. It's a big, big story there. Yeah. So it's great. And I love it. And they love to see like I'm sending them pictures how the people are wearing. And she's always super proud and, and she cries and she's like super cute. So <laughs> I feel here it's like in a circle. Like I am doing all this stuff to get things moving, the events moving, you know, the classes moving and everything, but I don't have the time for the creativity. So I go to Bali, break up all this. One week I'm just surfing, enjoying the life for 10 days. And then my head is like, okay, I'm bored now. No, I'm not bored, but like, you know, like, and then the ideas start to come. And I feel this is really important. Because you need the new inspiration. You need to see the new things. You need to kind of get out of the place where you are. Yeah, definitely. To get some ideas. Yeah. And if that can be in Bali, then that's great. <laughs> Bali and Hawaii is the best places for surf. So, yeah. Oh, I, I've never been to either. But I do love the ocean. I love swimming. Yeah. But I think I would be a mess on a surfboard. I couldn't no. imagine. Is it, you think it's hard? It's the hardest sport I ever tried. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, definitely couldn't do it. (laughs) No, but you should, I mean, depends. If you love, (laughs) if you love water, it's your thing. I I think you either love it or you're like, nah, no need. You know, there is nothing in between. It's like riding a horse. You either love it or you're like, don't need it at all. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So you just have to try. I just tried it and I was like, that's it. And how long ago? Uh, three years. Three, only three years ago? Yeah. Ah, oh, great. Yeah, but like seven months in Bali, six months in Bali during COVID and all the surfing every day at least once. So know. some intensive yeah, training. Yeah, I really love it. So I really want to get good at it. <laughs> yeah, no, awesome. Cool. How would you say that Yoga Gang is unlike any other yoga class or platform or business what makes it different the people yeah for sure the community the idea behind yoga gang is to gather the people who loves the same things mm-hmm. who wants to train but also wants to have fun you should have the same vibe like the people coming for the class it's like a social event it's an experience and it's the way i'm really working on to keep it like this to keep it like way different you know yeah i know my classes are harder than most of the yoga classes you come to but i cannot change myself Mm. i am really trying sometimes to teach like easy class but you guys know (laughs) it's not possible (laughs) it's my personality i am fast i like hard things i love fun I, i don't like when someone is telling me like you have to be serious, you have to do this and that. Like, 
I am giving my best and when I see the people are giving their best, that's what all what I need to see, you know, in the people. And that's really interesting to bring that kind of vibe to yoga because if I would think of yoga, yeah, like in its most classic form, yeah, it wouldn't be this kind of like intensive upbeat yeah. workout. It's more Yeah, that's why chill. maybe the young generation loves it. <laughs> You know, I I really want to bring up the cool why because most of the people who are young they are like, nah, I don't like this so much because it's not that cool and like I don't like the sound of the I don't know like birds in in the forest. Mm -hmm. You know, they wanna have some something fun, not that serious, right? Because now I feel like these days we are super serious. Like you know, you have to look good, you have to do this and that, you have to achieve this and that. And everyone is telling you how you should live your life. And I want you to come to the class and be you. You know, have fun, smile. The people are singing in the shavasana, the song. I am singing in the mic, even though I cannot sing at all. Okay, <laughs> it's like expressing the yourself a bit. Mm -hmm. You know. Because when I did the teacher's trainings, like I saw that everyone was different, right? You are different than me. Your style will be completely different. How you teach, it reflects your personality. It is how it is. And I am not like one of the hundreds yoga teachers who like you will go to this class or that class and you don't care. I am different. And the people coming to my classes are different and they want to get better. They want to... They want to work on themselves. They are taking it seriously. They are not coming for the class just to make a tick that they went for the class. So having fun, but also making progress in their yeah. craft. Progress in all ways, you know, like the people start to come to the classes. I, I can tell, I can see, right? They are not that confident and five classes, then they are like, hi, how are you? And all this stuff, you know, fun. And I want to have this welcoming vibe that everyone is welcome. No one will judge you that you can do this and that. We all started. And what's the point that you judge someone that they cannot do, I don't know, push-up or whatever? Yeah. Because sometimes like these places where you go for workouts. Intimidating. Or yes. Mm. And I really don't want this kind of vibe. Yeah. I want to be for everyone. Everyone in yoga, when you come, everyone will tell you, hi, how are you? And it's normal. I feel it's normal to talk to the people like this. I, I would also say, coming yeah. from my American perspective, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> we love saying hi. Yeah, but I mean, it breaks breaks the walls. If you just say hi, how are you? First, you are first time here. It's all fine. You could be here. I know that you said that you've taken a bunch of different uh, teacher trainings. Was it those teachers or some other mentor that kind of showed you that this could be the right way to go? Like making classes more fun and welcoming. Like did someone... I like started here. I went for some classes here. And in the beginning, I didn't want to teach yoga. I started an international business. It was not my thing. I just went there because I got the knee injury and I just wanted to recover from it, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, I went to the class and I was like, yeah, it works, but it's not fun. Yeah. You know, I was laying on the, on the floor and I was like, when this will end? <laughs> I guess you guys experienced it, <laughs> right? Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. And I was searching for, I did a training here and it was still not what I, you know, I needed that, that spark, that mm. something what will tell, 
what what's in my mind i don't i cannot describe it but we all understand how this works right if you are searching for someone and it's still not that and but you know what you want to like you want something different yeah so you learned from uh, what you didn't want. Like or you saw what you didn't like and then yeah. went the opposite direction. I searched on like Instagram start booming. That is like 10 years ago, okay? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw Dylan Werner on Instagram doing these crazy handstands in uh, Santa Barbara or when, on a Venice beach, you know, there's this uh, super famous like a green place where they do mm. these arm balances and everything. So I saw this, I was like, it's really cool. I really like this guy. How is he doing? You know, like, and I start to say, and then it popped up that he is having a workshop in Berlin. So I was like, okay, let's go. I want, you know, I'm like this. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, okay, let's go. So I went to Berlin for like four days workshop. And the first class I went there and it was completely different. You know, mm. all the people are cool. All the people are like, hi. I mean, this. it's Berlin. <laughs> yeah, but 10 years ago, it was it was in a Kreuzberg, okay? <laughs> like, the environment was a bit sketchy. <laughs> it's not like now. He brought the vibe, the, this American vibe. <laughs> like, he played cool songs. The way he taught the class was completely different. And I was like, that's so cool. I really like it. And I was like, yeah, that's maybe the way. I started to follow him. Then I went to the teacher's training with him and everything. But all the sports I did be before the yoga because my parents are like uh, sports teachers and my mom yeah. was in uh, in the national team of gymnastics and jumping on trampolines so we did sports all the time for right? Czech Republic yeah wow I brought all these sports together and built up like this kind of yoga gang thing so handstands are in your blood kinda <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I was like doing handstand and forward roll. I did it on the workshop and I smashed the other guy. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, this is so embarrassing. I'm so sorry. And everyone was like, it's fine. Let's go. <laughs> I've done a couple different kinds of yoga classes. Yeah. And the one I actually really liked was hot yoga. Yeah. But also, I don't know how you can hold any position by the time... Like towards the end of the class because it's just like a pool of sweat. Yeah, I know. For me, it didn't work because like I was doing gymnastics since I was like three. Mm. So my, my body is hyper flexible. So going super deep in these poses, which hot yoga, it's like it's helping you with that. I felt like super broken after it, like overstretched. Yeah. And my whole body was in pain. And Dehydrated, right? Yeah, like nothing against hot yoga. If you guys love hot yoga, it's all fine. I feel like I have my friend in London and he did a wrestling and he like tried to have the biggest biceps bicep <laughs> in the world and all this crazy stuff. And he loves hot yoga, but he's so inflexible. He, he just... He cannot lift the arms overhead. <laughs> so for him, it's great because it helps him to release a bit. Yeah. But when you are a super flexible, tiny girl, there is no point. You are just giving too much stress to your joints and to your ligaments. You and have like to a build really up muscles. extreme heat. Yeah, extreme <laughs> heat. Exactly. Yeah. For me, it just didn't work. I guess I've never, and I didn't think about it like that. But you know, it was one of those like crazes that came it in. was so popular oh my god yeah so popular mm. i know have you ever done any of these other like uh, soul cycle yeah or, i yeah. did soul cycle 
I did Army, that's in New York. Uh, what else? Like Barry's, of course. Barry's is the thing. Orange Theory. No, never been there. No. I have to try. But... Very expensive. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> but it's a boot camp, no? I think they have like different modes that you okay. can do. You subscribe to a uh -huh. monthly payment. And my friend stopped going and she thought she had unsubscribed. And But she didn't. She didn't. And it's like... $400 a month or something. Oh. And like, you know, if you're gonna, if you like it and you're paying for it and you're going, that's one thing. <laughs> but if you're not going at all. I know. Yeah, but it's great. You know, every time I travel somewhere, like I'm trying all these workouts. Yeah, yeah. Because not? it gives me like new ideas how to train, new, new things. You, like I love to go and try. Sometimes it's like bad. Sometimes it's great, sometimes it's something in the middle, but every experience gives you something, even the bad one. Yeah, definitely. You know, like you are in the class and you're like, I really hate this. And then you're like, I should not do this. But I really like the army, like the boot camps and the cycling is great. Yeah. yeah. I, I like the cycling too. And there was this, oh, I can't, I'm not going to remember what it's called. I'll have to look it up later. But okay. this one, it was like Pilates, but with the machine. Yeah. And it was probably the most intense thing I have ever really? done in my entire life. Yeah. And I did not like that. But maybe I needed to just keep going. I think so. Because <laughs> it's really good for, it's lengthen the muscles, but strengthen it at the same time. It's super popular right now. Everyone mm. is L in LA is doing that. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know the name of the studio, but all the celebs going there. While I was also scrolling your Instagram and Googling you and everything, okay. I read in your interview with Elle yeah. that your motto is to do everything at 150%. I'm yeah. sure you know, uh, we have a very similar mindset here at the Miners. So I wonder what this motto means to you. Again, back to the personality. It's my personality. You know, when I find the passion, I just cannot stop <laughs> It's with everything. So when I started with yoga, I was like, I have to find the teacher I like. I have to find the way how I would, you know, I was like digging and going to the yoga conferences all around the Europe just to try the new things. If you are like, okay, I will do the training and then I will teach yoga in my neighborhood. That's not 150%, right? It's like, I do it because it's popular right now and I have no idea what I will do, right? <laughs> it's like, it's fine, but it's not a passion. That's why I am like telling that I'm doing everyone. I cannot do the things like halfway. I just cannot. Like, it's a waste of time. I feel if you don't like the thing what you're doing and you are doing it only for on 50%, why are you doing this? You should ask yourself, like literally. Because it doesn't bring me joy, doesn't bring me money, Or not the money I wanted. Okay, it's time to change. Yeah. I think that I'm also very similar in that whenever I am interested in a new thing, I go very deep and very yeah. fast into it. Yeah. But I burn bright and I burn fast <laughs> and then I'm done. And I'm wondering how I can like stay motivated and keep going Uh, if it's some, because it's things that I do like, but I'm just finding it hard to keep the energy going. I mean, you always like the learning phase or like this digging into the thing. It's always like this. Remember when you, when you start with some new sport or something, it goes super fast. You are super fast, better yeah. than like you go start to play tennis. First class 
it's crazy. You cannot hit the ball. Fifth class, you are like kind of having fun. Tenth class, you are like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I am Nadal coming here. Or, you know, the, this guy who just won the Wimbledon, Carlos, mm-hmm. the Spanish guy. We are like, I am so killing it. But then it starts to go down. It's always like this because you want to get better and you are It's like... It's harder to get better then. Yeah. At these small intervals yeah. first you get better by like 20 or something mm-hmm. and then like when you are pro like ask any pro like if they get better one percent a year it's a huge progress mm-hmm. it's the same with the with business with everything when you when you dig into something the first informations and the first things come super fast yeah but then it slows down and that's what makes the difference in between the everyone and the one who succeed. Right. Because they keep digging. Mm-hmm. They keep going into it. They are like, okay, now the real work starts. That's why it's so hard to start business. You are like, okay, let's start with this. Half a year later, maybe let's start a different business. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Yoga Gang was like, You know, there was a COVID. We should switch to like an online platform. Mm-hmm. Like I know everyone should do it, but you should have, you should make the decision and be like, okay, now we have to do this because we cannot do events. We cannot do classes. What are we all going to do to survive, right? Mm-hmm. So you should keep digging and finding the other ways to progress and succeed and be okay that it's not going 20% better every day. <laughs> But a little bit by little bit. Little bit by little bit. And then you see, and you have to see the bigger picture also. Yeah. You know, like when you are succeeding like 20% in a week or so, you are seeing like the small steps, but you are not seeing the bigger picture. You know, now in the yoga gang, I'm like focusing on a yoga workout, events for the, for the brands and everything. We are doing the collaboration. But the thing is like way bigger. We are taking care about the wellness and well-being for the people. We are bringing them the whole picture. It's not just moving in the Chaturanga, Abdok and Dog. It's not about that. We are bringing the people the healthy life, basically. Which is not so easy. Yeah, that's true. But... We love it. Yeah. So we keep digging. We keep going. <laughs> As someone now who has like quite a following and yeah. someone who embodies uh, productivity and active lifestyle, health and wellness, are you feeling a certain pressure to always keep that going? I mean, everyone asks me this, but I love it. I just love to eat. So no pressure. <laughs> no, it's fine. I, I like, no, there is no, I'm fine with all this. Mm-hmm. After doing all these kind of sports, which are hard, like, I mean, this is fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love to eat healthy. I love to take care. I mean, I even love to go to sauna and then stay in the cold plunge. Mm-hmm. Because the feeling after is so great. The other day I have a conversation with my friend. She is a professional athlete. She is doing the modern pentathlon. And like we are talking about what time we're going to sleep. That we don't understand that the people are not eating healthy. And how <laughs> they can drink the sweet sodas and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like when you surround yourself with like-minded people, it will be natural for you. Yeah. You know, they say that you are the result of your five closest friends. Which is true. I yeah, think. I can see that. Yeah, and also like the things what pop up on your Instagram in your feed, like be really careful with that. You know, like if you are following like 
how you make french fries and parting every time like you know my feet is only surfing and some workouts and good food yeah that's it but but you know i i i know how i feel when i eat clean workout move I know I, I will not get tired, I will not get sick and all this stuff. I can do all this kind of stuff. But when I, when I, you know, when I eat crab and party all night, I know I cannot go to the gym and like progress or, or I j- I'm just pissed on myself that I cannot do that, you know? So you never like a party? I like a party, but I don't need to drink. I like to dance and party. In Bali, yeah. we are going dancing parties. Everyone is fine. You drinking sparkling water. It's all fine. I like to drink sometimes. It's all fine. I like. I just love to live my life. But the the main thing, like, I love to be healthy and feel good. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, I also love to be healthy and feel good. And when I'm in it, yeah, I can be in it and I it, like it's like I was saying before I become obsessive with it yeah and it's easier for me to keep going but if I like mess up one day it's really hard for me to get back yeah don't you feel like when you mess up one day you feel like your stomach is big or bloated you feel heavy and then you cannot move yeah your head <laughs> spins you have a brain fog Yeah, but I think then I get like maybe sad about it and then it maybe takes more energy to get back to where I was than to kind of fall into the bad habits again. I think when you do this, most of the people like think that they have to go back like immediately. You are like eating only greens, walking 10k steps a day, you know, hitting the gym and doing all this stuff. But when you go to work, it's really hard. Like when you have nine to five job, it's really hard to keep up with all this stuff, yes, right? Yes. But and then you go for a party, eating French fries at 12 p.m. in the bed or eating pizza, whatever. And then you are like, I really want to go back how I did it like every day, but it was too hard already. So if you just skip the French fries and start your day with like a lot of water and go for a walk it will be way easier to go back. So ease into it. Yeah. Yeah. No one is like 100%, right? You're 150. Well, <laughs> I know. I love French fries from Cafe Savoy with truffles, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like we are putting so much pressure that mm-hmm. we have to be really 150%, which is great. Everything you do, you should do like we all are doing it our best. But also, the way we are doing everything our best, we should also think that we are doing our best to recover well and come back on 150% slowly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You cannot go from zero to hero in (laughs) half a day. (laughs) True. You are just making it hard for yourself. And it will feel good, you know, when you remove this pressure. That you have to. That was so smart. So smart. <laughs> I like speechless. <laughs> I'm wondering, as a female entrepreneur, what challenges you may have faced when you've been uh, working towards building this brand or your business? Or I started really young, but my dad is 
entrepreneur and he always puts so much pressure on me because I am the only one child okay and like my dad obviously wanted a boy so here <laughs> I am <laughs> so I studied the economics and the international business and he wanted me to do the real estate with him but I didn't felt that way because I was 24 All these guys selling the big real estates are were looking at me like this small little girl like is selling us the building for I don't know how much money. And I was like, yeah, here I am, you know. And then I I I was like, I really don't want to do this. And I was lost. As yeah. most of the people you finish college and you actually don't know what you want to do. No, right? you have less idea than when you started. Exactly. Yeah. You have so much ideas when you started. You're like, I want to do this and I want to do And then you finish and you're like, now what? <laughs> so I tried that. Then I tried to do like a yoga clothing mm. back then. But I didn't have any experience, right? I tried. And my dad was like, yeah, do your thing. You have to earn the money. Then you can put the money back, you know. And I always have to be like my own boss and mm -hmm. I have to build up the business like he never gave me any money right so I always have to take care of myself he was like that's your thing here you go I bought you horses that's it <laughs> that is a lifetime investment <laughs> yeah that's a lifetime investment but which is great for me it was the best what he could give me Because it really helped me to build up kind of profile how I what who I am, that I know I the only person I can lean on is me, mm -hmm. and if I will not finish that work, it will never be finished, and that I have to make the decisions. Yeah, you know there there was a decision. I was like, okay, I have to like this is not working. I don't know what to do with this. Okay, we are quitting because this is not going anywhere, or you are like, okay, we are investing here. Because it works and we are going this direction. Every entrepreneur will come to this point. Yeah. So I started with yoga. I started like teaching private classes and building up. It was not like from one day to another one. It, it took me some time. And I was still young because in that time, so many yoga teachers were like 40, 50. And me like 24. Here I am. I am showing you how, how we will teach the yoga right now. <laughs> So I was teaching these classes outside in the park like a few years ago and then the people were like, it's too fast, this is not yoga and all this bullshit, mm -hmm. you know. And I have to really deal deep inside myself like with this because you are giving your 150%, you are giving your best, you are, you are like preparing everything and then someone is telling you like, but this is not that, you know. A lot of energy to put out and not get much back. Yeah. Like there were people who were like, that's great. We love it. Blah, blah, blah. And all this stuff. But you take only this small piece who is like telling you it's not this. Mm -hmm. And you take it personally. We we all do, do that, right? Like Definitely. be honest. Yeah. It's way easier for me to remember something mean someone said one time five years ago than yeah. to remember any nice comments people give and i feel like here like you guys in us are a bit different but here in czech we like did we did something good it's like of course you did it good you know yeah we don't we don't say most of the time like you are doing great like even though if someone is telling me like it's really good i'm like Of course, it's really good. It has to be good, right? Yeah. You don't take it personally. But when someone is coming to you and it's like telling you, hmm, I think you should do more this and that. But yeah, 
back to that story, I was facing all this time, like, that's not yoga or this is not like this. But it's only one person's opinion. And you don't know what happened before they came to the class, you know, like, but I was like, still having the bigger picture in my head. I knew what I wanted to do. I knew that I want to build up the brand. I knew that I want to teach big classes. I want to bring the people like some other experience than everyone is doing. That I want to like gather the people who are doing the same things mm-hmm. and we want to have the crazy locations and you know. So I was like following the dream. And in the beginning it was hard because in your head was like it's not like it should be like that and shit blah 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 and blah blah blah. But now I'm like you know, I really don't care. Because I know my vision. I know where we are going. And I know it will work. And if you don't like it, it's fine. Go somewhere else. somewhere else. Yeah. It's all fine. We can... Even chocolate, I wanted to say. I'm not <laughs> chocolate. But even chocolate, there are people, they don't like chocolate. Right? Which is weird. But Which is weird. We don't understand. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, now I'm like, yeah. Whatever works for you, works for me. If you don't like this... You will find someone else you will love. Yeah. And it's great. I uh, just actually recently graduated from uh, art school. Nice. And uh, this is kind of the problem the whole time is that you would go into your final exams, yeah. present a project of, you know, art, which is objectively subjective. Yeah. <laughs> and you would put so much stock into what everyone like had to say and like mm-hmm. you said i don't know if it's art school here or art school everywhere but we'd really like to focus on the negatives i yeah. would say and i think it's so you can improve but by the end of the semester you've made something completely different because you've been pulled in so many different directions because one person liked this one person didn't like that and then you end up with something that you don't even like anymore And it really takes all of the joy out of it. Yeah. And I think, like you said, like the best way that you can have this energy to keep going and be happy is if you do what you like and people will come and people will go. And if that's... I know you have to be brave enough for this Mm. and you have to be strong. Yeah. But, and it's hard. I'm not telling you it's easy. It's always hard because there will be always someone who will complain or tell you what to do but you need if you have the vision and if you you have to first trust yourself and that's the thing if you are doing something only on 50 percent and you don't like it so much it's you cannot have the vision super strong then someone can pull you sideways in the direction they want or is their vision yeah so they are just using you to you know but if you are strong in your vision if you like what you do you should just keep doing it because it's the right thing like here imagine you guys (laughs) in the beginning like with one coffee shop right i remember that coffee shop (laughs) (laughs) i remember it because i remember i went there it like the stairs it was on gzp right Mm -hmm. the first one yeah the stairs looked like my favorite coffee shop in ubud in bali Mm -hmm. and i was like oh my god yes it looks so nice (laughs) (laughs) so and for sure in the beginning there are so many people telling you it should be like this and like that but igor did his thing yeah and here you go you just don't be scared to be different 
That's great advice. Yeah. You know what you like and you're doing what you do. Mm -hmm. uh, do you have anything new coming up? Okay. We have the Krzyzik uh, Fontaine. That's not new, <laughs> but it's the biggest event of the year. So you guys, I don't know when the podcast will be released. 2nd of August. Mm -hmm. It's the Krzyzik Fontaine. You all are welcome because there is no event in the world like this, which is pretty cool, I guess. And is it, where is it? It's the Fontaine in uh, Prague 8. Uh -huh. It's where the Průmyslový palác is, yeah, where okay. the uh, exhibitions and all mm -hmm. the stuff. So basically the people are in the fontaine. There is a deck and you are doing the yoga class in the fontaine while the fontaine is on with all the lights and everything. It's super cool. With water? Yes. Huh. Cool. So imagine like it's dark... And then the fontaine is on with all the lights, with the sounds. And it's it's like, it's the event. Is it your event? Or? Yeah. Yeah, cool. That's the Yoga Gang event. Mm -hmm. We call it Yoga Gang Krzyzik Fontaine. Then we will have another rooftop thing, uh, which will be on Dum Radost, like a goodbye ah. summer uh, event with mm -hmm. the view and everything. We, I cannot tell so much. We want to have like really big event coming in autumn, like mm -hmm. October, mm -hmm. kind of. But it's a secret, guys. Okay. Yeah. And then we are going to Bali. So we have a retreat <laughs> in Bali, 21st till 27th of October, which everyone has to experience because it's all about surf, all about training, all about eating healthy, being we being like super strong. We have a recovery center there, which they build up now for the professional surfers. You will meet all the cool people and everything. So if you want to start with the health journey, this is your time going to Bali. Then you come back, you will be completely new. Mm, that and of nice. course, so many new things coming on. Like we want to do events outside of Czech Republic also for the next year. Oh, great. Slovakia, some neighbors, Hungary, whatever comes. Cool. We just want to get out and spread the yoga gang vibe. What is like the coolest, wildest, crazy, fun experience you've ever had thanks to yoga? <laughs> okay. So the craziest experience was the, was the even in the... Um, Berlin, mm -hmm. the first one I met, I mentioned before I met Dylan Werner. So to picture you this story, Dylan Werner is kind of really like Rafael Nadal or Messi or whoever you want to. Of yoga. Of yoga. He like started with Alo Yoga. He was the first one on Alo Moves, like the super famous guy, mm. you know, and me just going to Berlin to the workshop. So I did the four day of course, I didn't start it with something like easy. It was like advanced handstand workshops, <laughs> four days. So I signed up there. Like the first day, I totally killed myself, killed that guy with the, with the somersault. <laughs> <laughs> but my whole body is like super sore and everything. And after the fourth day, I was so excited. I was like, oh my God, I really need this. I, it's so good. I love it. I don't know. And I was like, I have this great idea. I will ask Dylan to come to Czech Republic because why not? But, you know, imagine watching 
Wimbledon and then walking to Rafael Nadal to come to check. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's literally like this. So I was like, okay, hey, Dylan, may I ask you something? He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about if you come to check? And he was like, yeah, why not? Aww. He was like, yeah, just send me an email. And I was like, okay. So I went back, sent him an email and then no reply. And like, I was like, yeah, he will not reply. Of course he will not reply. He was just so nice. To, he told me like he will come. And then a few days later, I don't know, like four days, he was like, hi, Clara. I should get married, but my fiance was cheating on me, so I canceled the wedding, so I'm coming to check. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, let's go. Let's do the workshop. So we organized a workshop for a few people. He wanted so much money. And, like, and I was like, yeah, but the money will come. It's okay. I need this experience. I need, to, need him to come here because I felt like it's the, it's the thing. So I like invited the biggest star for a private weekend retreat for my friends. And then we became friends and then he did the teacher's training here in Czech with the Cobra and we are friends till now. Great. Yeah, that, I think it's a really cool, cool story. It's super nice. I think it really goes to show that the best people are super approachable and open to new things and people and ideas no matter at what point of their career they're at. Exactly. And the people who really achieved something, they are the most humble ones. They will never be like, no, I don't, I don't want, I, no, never. They will never be like this. Yeah. You know, because they know how they started, right? And they, they love to see someone else's success also. Yeah. I think this is really important to be able to remember where you started and keep that empathy throughout your whole journey. Yeah. Because like you said, it will keep you grounded. And I think, I don't know if it's karma, but you know, just good. No, you really like, it's part of our, like you, you did something, you achieved something. Now it's your time to give back also yeah like now in yoga gang we we are having like few girls who are starting teaching and i'm so happy they are that they found out like the one girl was like i'm so happy that i can do this because that's the passion that's the thing i really wanted to do in my life and she's so excited for every class you know mm -hmm. she's preparing and i'm so proud yeah you know and when you have these kind of people around you it also helps you it's like a win-win Definitely. Yeah. So I think it's great. You, you just, if you achieve something, you have to give back. Well, I think that is a great note to end on. Thank okay. you so much for joining us today. Thanks. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. It was great to talk yeah, to you. <laughs> of course. And to end, we're going to do some rapid this or that questions. So no thinking, okay. no dilly-dallying, just say whatever comes to your mind and heart first. I am so ready. Horseback riding or surfing? Uh, <laughs> surfing! <laughs> Espresso or filter? Filter. Bali or Sri Lanka? Bali. Alexander Wang or Yoga Gang merch? Uh, yoga gang <laughs> vogue or cosmo cosmo cardio or weightlifting i love cardio i love killing myself <laughs> skincare or hair care skincare sneakers or barefoot <clears throat> depends on the location mm. Ooh, barefoot <laughs>
Esports or VR workouts? VR workouts are fun. Mm -hmm. Meditation or mindfulness? Mindfulness. Hot yoga or cold water plunge? Cold water plunge is the thing. <laughs> Good night's sleep or a healthy diet? Mm, that's so hard. Good night's sleep. <laughs> <laughs> never see the city again or never see the ocean again? Never see the city again. No, like, I would rather not see the city. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You did right. Yeah. <laughs> And personal or professional development? Professional. Nice. All right. Thanks again. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in to the Miner's Coffee Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and join us next time as we talk coffee, entrepreneurship, success, and urban lifestyle. Bye!